No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. It's your boy, PL, the purveyor of everything pistachio and pumpkin spice, aka the mayor of Calitoville, formerly known as East Flatbush. I'm out here. Who else we got in the building with us? <laughs> Greetings, everybody. It's Hatshepsut, Calito's official fact checker. That is Flatbush, not Calito. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. East Flatbush, aka okay. formerly Little Caribbean, is now Calitoville. No, it's not. <laughs> It's not, but shout out to Little Haiti that was formerly and officially established. No, no, no. It's called gentrification. In that area. I can move in and change the name of the neighborhood. I can do that. That's true. <laughs> I can do done. that. done. Why not you? And on my house, I put on the official gentrified font on my, I'm my house. I'm sick of you. I'm sick so, of you. Who else we got in the building? <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Jazzy. And we're here. This is episode 70. One, 70. Damn. 71 sounds correct. Yes. This is episode <laughs> 71. Episode 71 of our tremendous podcast. Welcome. 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 <laughs> Welcome. 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 It's good to be back in the stew. It's been a minute, but it's it's good to be back here with y'all. Y'all both walked in with the with the glow. I, I wasn't sure if it was tributes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was It was Black Girl Magic. Why can't we Black be Girl Magic. With the spirit. Filled no, it was spirit. it was I was happy to see it because it, it lifted my spirits because I you know, did a calm 22 miles per hour the whole way here. So it was good to see my people's, you know, doing their thing. Just coming off of the founding of, well, the founding dates of the fraternity for black men, Alpha <laughs> Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I'm weak. Aided-a. Um, <laughs> But unfortunately, we have perps in our midst named uh, Boozy. Please come to the stage. He's, uh, I saw him on the gram with a, <laughs> a track jacket on. It looked... Decent track jacket, decent para, or as they say in the South, nail ya. Nail ya. <laughs> but I'm like, who gave this nigga the pass? It's bad enough he did the cap shit. At this point, I'm pretty sure people are just walking up to him like, put this on. Nah. Because it couldn't, he couldn't be, be looking to do this. Listen, many purpose. rappers came through Albany when I was on the yard. I never saw one that said, yo, bro, put this on. I wasn't throwing para on the rapper for clout. So I don't understand why. But is why it for clout? Boosie just doing this shit because Boosie does stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no rhyme or reason. Put your pussy lips on live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I randomly will walk around and say that. Yeah, put your pussy lips on it's IG like, right quick. It's a very like, random quote. Boosie, put your pussy lips on the ground. Boosie energy is a funny energy. I was cool with his his wearing Kappa shit because his brother's a Kappa. I got nothing to, I got nothing against that. I got uncles who will be like, yo. Maybe he has a cousin that's an alpha. Yeah, but you gotta. <laughs> I think that we gotta just get back to. We talked about this a few times. We had a live where we talked about it. We gotta get the the reverence back for our letters. Like make Facts. being NPHC Greek great again. Like where's the reverence mm. for our letters? And I think it started back when in like 2015 ish, maybe before then. People crossed in the spring and was saying by the fall. I don't wear para. Yeah, they right? retired. Yeah, that was a thing. They retired. The that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing where people was like they don't want to wear para. When with us, I'm just like, oh shit, a new tiki, a new coat, a right. new hat. 
In fact, Jazzy bought me one of the most fire hoodie. Fire. Fire. Talking no. shit, Jazzy. You know it how was to shop. fire. I was, was like, good. yeah, why did no somebody <laughs> bought one for me? Like nah, so that's why Jazzy, Jazzy and them crossed before me because that was like they was all in the Greek shit. I was like, what the fuck is that? That stepping marching, and that was not with it. And next thing you know, I become an alpha. <laughs> and <laughs> she bought me the most firest piece of para I've ever had. This fire hoodie, I still got it. It's a little baggy now because it's like a like an XL. Mm-hmm. That's how you most fire was dressed back then. And it was a white hoodie. So back then, everybody had black para. A white hoodie had like the sphinx on there. All that shit fire. Um, still got it. Didn't it say octane? No, on look, there or I hundred octane. Hundred proof. A hundred proof. Yeah, line was a hundred proof. Um, but I was I rocked that shit. And when I traveled, I was like, oh shit, where you get that from? You know, my homie got it for me. Yeah, I mean, but you had pride with your para. Every tiki, even if it was a passed down tiki, it was it still felt personal. To fast forward, I'm getting niggas fire hats and and fire para. They're like, yo, thanks, Spash, but yo, you could have just got me a bottle. And I'm just like, oh, these niggas is different. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's you know, I, you know, I I feel like. I will say, because I would came through at a time when people were you you wore like one piece. You might wear a wood yeah. pin no on your blazer. Para. Have y'all seen this meme going around talking about how they had them baby millennials dressing like um Jack them. No, no, like no like dress, dress like dressing business, casual business the club. casual in the club. But that's what we wore to the yeah. club. Blazers. Yeah. So I specifically remember I had this really cute blazer that I wear my little wood pin on and think I was doing it. And it's like, no, like people need to know the organization you're in. But I think it came from a lot of times people being like, oh, you know, I'm one of y'all. I'm just in this organization, but like, you should see us as, you know, the same, but you're not the same. Like, that's the whole point of you joining an organization. Like, people went too hard to, I'm a man first. Like, mm -hmm, you know, that kind of stuff. Or Mm -hmm. it's just like around a people's, they would overshare. And my close friends, like Jazzy, but can't greet before me. I didn't know no inner secrets of uh, anything Greek. And even after I became Greek, she wasn't like, oh, by the way, this is what it is to be a devil, right? <laughs> right. So there was still a certain amount of discretion there. And I felt like we could have more Greek conversations because I was also a Greek now. Mm-hmm. But before I was a Greek, my, my closest friends was Greek and yeah. wouldn't talk no Greek shit to me. Yeah. And I would say, oh, they called me a GDI. <laughs> what the right. fuck is that? And they would be like, oh, don't worry about that. I said, nah, but fuck that mean. Like, are they trying to say that I went to like TCI for school or something like that. Like, TCI. They called you a phoenix. Right, like, fuck you calling me. Right? They called you a phoenix. And it's like, oh, it just got them individual. I'm like, but that sounds so fucked up to it hear. Does. Yeah. Right? But I say to say that why I doubled down on my respect for my closest friends when I became Greek was because they had that discretion with me. Mm-hmm. Right? Even my right hand was an alpha before me in the same chapter. Nigga didn't tell me, yo, day two this was happening. Right. I went through all of that shit on my own. Right. But... I appreciate that because you don't nobody, steal the journey from them, they, right? Exactly. And nobody could say in the chapter outward that I had like a leg up. In yeah. fact, I had it worse because oh, nigga, you here? Right. <laughs> a word? Right. You're here to learn the hymns and right, exactly. Right, because Alpha Alpha's a non-hazing organization. Precisely. But the I think this ties into what we talked about too with that um, woman that hates Myron role. Amanda Seals <laughs> wearing <laughs> Greek letters mm. in Insecure. Now on Insecure, she she does come across as like a typical K, like a typical 
Soro that's just like very stush, you know, nose in the air. But that's that kind of AKA isn't the only kind of AKA that's out there. There's mm-hmm. other types of AKA. You know, you got the Dawson AKs now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. <laughs> now. He said now. Oh, he said it, y'all. That's the what brown... y'all friends said. That's what y'all friends said. Don't do that to me. I'm saying it. Yo, Jazzy is dragging it. The brown paper bags got put away, you know, back in the day. Oh, so it's so good. Goodness. In the 90s? When yeah, they so good. Good. When so they good. Oh, the brown goodness. paper bags away. You, you gave me a mad trouble right now. Oh, my God. I'm going to get mad issues behind this. Listen, shout out to All Shades of the Caves and all that. All Shades of the Caves sounds like a nice program title. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. But um, I think that Boozy being Boozy being bold enough to post that shit after he got checked the first time is like on the one hand I want to be like he doesn't know any better it's just it's just like funny but where does the line get drawn in the sand to where people should be getting checked because back in the day niggas would almost damn near get beat up for even throwing the five. What you mean damn near get beat up? You are absolutely getting beat up. It's not damn near. I don't want to espouse violence. Okay, I'm just. I still want to be factual. Yes, you're right. Okay, yeah. People was getting beat up. <laughs> People were gonna beat up. Purple We've seen like, things. So where do we draw that line in terms of like it's cute that it, it's cute slash funny to not bro doing too much and he need to be checked. Where's that line? Yeah, I mean, like the the thing is here's here's what I think the difference is your your um your you said some you said earlier that your friend right. He he kind of like set the stage for you to know that it was important to him. He gave you boundaries. And I think in our effort in in recent um in these recent years, I would say, the the effort to not I like alienate your friends right. so that right. they don't feel like you think right. that you're better than them. Right. That that has really carried the culture for a bit. So people were minimizing their Greekness to fit in with their peoples because their peoples was right. catching feelings right. about not being included or being being given, you know, titles that solidify that they are not a part of this thing and being treated that way. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I don't necessarily believe that you have to treat someone like they shit because they're not Greek, right? But this is not for you. I think you can articulate that. Like, nah, sis, listen, you can mm-hmm. sit with the Deltas. We, we are hospitable. We're a sisterhood. But sisterhood you're not is first. But you are not a Delta. And you know, and that's just that's just that on that. You and with certain conversations, you can't be a part of it. And that's, you know, to that same point, I remember meeting my now chapter brothers on multiple occasions. And it's just like, they would show me, yo, what's, what's going on, man? How's school? And, yo, they was mad. I'm like, why do you care so much? But mm-hmm. they was very... Like hospitable, mm-hmm. but then it would be moments where if they were strolling or something else, they would just like go stroll, and I damn they got ran over once too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, bro, why was you moving? Like, oh, nah, it was nothing personal. It was just that, right? So, um, when I became Greek, I had people that I used to run with that was like, yo, the Alpha shit look cool. I'm like, it does, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo, I'm trying to get down, and I'm like, yo, you sure? Right. That you would have liked to join this organization, you know, would come with that. Nah, but I mean, yo, I see the change you made. I'm like, bro, I didn't really make a change. I already had shit going on. Right. I just so happened to pivot. Right. Because it's one thing, I hate when people act like, oh, and I've heard this before, oh, yo, PNL became an alpha and he became a, bro, nah, I've always been a nerd. Mm-hmm. My grades dipped a little bit at first, actually. Mm hmm. When I joined Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, the Road Sigma chapter, but I wasn't a slouch. So people would be like, yo, um, 
Alphas ain't that smart. Like, you sure? Because that boy's a comp side major, yeah. 19 credits, mad involved, mm-hmm. and grabbing cum laude and, and all types of mm-hmm. honors. So mm-hmm. it fucked people up because they, they thought they had me figured out. Yeah. And I was just like, actually, I was partying with y'all. But on Sundays, I was in that motherfucking library in right. the corner. Right. Yeah, I was in the part of the library to be seen to be social. I right. was upstairs in the corner right. getting my shit done. Right. And you know what's you know what's uh interesting? I'm as I'm hearing you explain like the the I guess the fratern the fraternity side for the sorority, like a sorority girls have a, a reputation, right? And it's not those tridels are stanks. No, <laughs> and it's not. It's not even like it, you can't help even whose perspective that reputation is coming through, right? Like, like there are different communities who think sorority girls mean different things. Those tridels are stanks. And I find that, like, I find, that, and you know, we all we went to PWIs, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that we caught the full brunt of it. I think at an HBCU, you're kind of you're kind of insulated from how people view black females in community, mm. right? And so as a as a member of a black sorority, sure, we knew, and as a Delta in specifics, the brand is that you get things done. That's the brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we, and I, at least the chapters that I, you know, we consider family, and mm-hmm. we know, mm-hmm. you know, the brand is consistent. consistent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that I think brand what, is very consistent. Very, very consistent. consistent. Seven hours apart, but... Like, you have a very similar ethos. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And now, what I think, what's when I hear you speak, what's interesting to me is that, um, and what I think might be lending itself to the break between people wanting to associate heavily with their their organization and just being, wanting to be a person, is that um, when you're in a sorority, at least a black sorority, and you're getting business done and you're getting work done and people know they can depend on you for that, you, you become that. You know what I'm saying? There, it's very hard to kind of then, then experience and explore your womanhood at that age with such weight. So it wasn't like... What does that mean? That means like you can't... There isn't many opportunities where you could go to a, a party and get like... you know, And have all the fun that is associated with your letters too. But still much, do wait, work. How much fun are we talking about? Like extra I'm just drinks saying that, or no, I'm just saying either, 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 either. <laughs> Shut up. No, either. In the sense that, like, if you could go to a party and still, you know, turn up, but then go work, show up for your org, you know, mm-hmm. keep a GPA. That's all great, and that's what we want to see. But I think from the sorority side, like you, because you still are a woman, like you still can't show up in some of those spaces. A you know, way. a certain way. Right. So you're right. policing your behavior. Oh, oh, all definitely. The time. I will admit, I was the person in the chapter like you can't wear that. You can't wear that. You can't go to this you party. Can't, you can't, you can't wear hang that. out with this person. You do it too much. Drink you need this. to go home. You like, can't date him. Yeah, you can't that, do it's none a of lot that. of that. Yes, it's a lot of that. You are on all the time. So then when I, I so I That's almost couldn't fault sores, younger sores, when they were like, nah, I'm not Greek today. I couldn't be mad yeah. at that It's a lot way. of pressure. It's a lot of Whoa! pressure. Wow! You bringing yeah. up some shit! Okay, listen, baby, I'm on today! You know, we in funny the studio today! Is, I used to get into it sometimes because I would tell guys, yo, if y'all don't got a certain GPA, don't wear letters on my yard. Mm-hmm. And, and people would be up in arms to the point where they wanted to call like, oh, heads, like, yo... This thing got mad rules and blah 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 blah, and then I'll get calls like, yeah, know, I've been three way a few times. <laughs> come on, bro, like, come on, like, yo, three way phone calls. Let them rock, and so to that same point, um, and actually I'm mad at both of y'all because as much as y'all been to Albany, why y'all ain't bring no reds 
to the yard officially. What? I, we, oh, you mean oh, officially. Oh, like a chapter? Yeah, like. Oh, no, oh, I'm not going to say They came that back three time. years ago. That takes time. Three years ago? Yeah, but you know. I've been off the yard 11 years. They were suspended. I, in all actuality, yeah. my chapter did bang with sores that were there mm. in the early 90s. But yeah. They've been. Gone. It would have been lit to have reds in. Yeah, it would have. Well, you know, I used to go to. Well, you know, we used to come well, they up there all the time. Yeah. Grad chapter. There's it's a lot been, of people that It would have been great to have reds in <laughs> Albany on the yard. Yo, let me tell you what the experience was, right? So no we shit. would go up there because, you know, we were stepping. And so we would go up there and, um, you know, I would just go use the bathroom. And I'd come out the stall, and they'd literally no no bullshit. They'd nose. be like, they'd be like five chicks in the bathroom just waiting for me to get out the stall. <laughs> I'm I'm 19. I don't know what none of this. I'm like, yo, who are these? Hi, I just want to get to. And you know, I respect it because I, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to be adult. When I wanted to be adult, I wanted to be adult. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's another thing when like it's arid where you at. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's coming. Arid means dry. There we go. For those that <laughs> yeah. don't know. All these, it's, all, it's, all these big words. It's drizzy where you at. It's dry where you at. You really want this thing. And here, suddenly, some deltas descend on your campus. You don't mm-hmm. know where it comes A from. A lot of them. A mm-hmm. lot of them, too. Matching para. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, we show up. We kicking it with whomever. You know, we're just, we at the probate, too. Like, so it, 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 it. But then what's interesting is in this moment, related to what we're talking about, you would watch the girls start policing themselves. Like, that, that spirit mm-hmm. of policing. I used to love that shit. Just. <laughs> no, like seriously. What? No, no. I used to love when people would self-correct. Yeah. In order to, because approach like, you. Yeah. A lot of interest would be like, <clears throat> um, hey, how's it going? Like nervous to talk to you. Yeah. I used to be like, yo, this is dope because I can tell that they really want it. If yeah. They're, if they're trying right. to like comport yeah. themselves in a certain kind of like. Yeah. But back to y'all coming to my yard, they'll be up there for a weekend. <laughs> Cats will fall in like. Falling lust and then poof, they gone. Yeah, we're gone. We're gone for another couple months. And the next next closest chapter was probably Jazzy's chapter five hours away. <laughs> and as Jazzy said, she was the police. So you wasn't coming through there with like a lust. It was only like respectable, appropriate. And we were out here jacking up y'all y'all flow too. We was out like going to hang with the capital. Like whoever's in here needs to leave because we're staying here now. <laughs> this is our empire. Thank you. They didn't do that to us, but I will say that Indian quad, Indian <laughs> has step suits. I had a lot of fun at one. I know Albany showed love. I really had Listen, a great time. I can't y'all lie. Y'all people showed mad love to us too. Yeah, has step suit, whole line show mad love. Yeah. Um, e money people's her line, the line after show mad love. Um, Cornell Red showed love too, but that was before my time. Shout out to the, to the, to the Cornell. Yeah. I love those girls. My little cousin. hospitable yes. sorors yeah. in, in ever. Yes. I've ever I come Shout out them. to Danielle. Shout out to Tracy, my little cousin. She's New Gamma. <laughs> I didn't meet them when I was Greek, but I met them like... It's my boo. I had to shout out. I was out. hanging around with the alphas when they was visiting. I'm like, wow. So what? I put that shirt on and then it's, it's like, nah, bro. Nah, it's... Because I thought... I we got like if they got those if they got red and white and I got black and like mustard yeah it's lit <laughs> that's crazy and it was niggas so it's not it's not like that bro and we had like ghost cues yeah and I'm not saying anything that's like you know yeah a secret it was yeah. ghost cues up there um and I'll stop there because Jazzy's just saying hurry the fuck. Uh, but listen, all in all, listen, the, the 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 point of this, I think we were trying to articulate what, like how to gain, at least for me, 
how to how to maybe get some of that reverence back. Mm-hmm. And it, I think we're going to have to try to find a way forward with allowing people, with respecting individuality to a degree, but also impressing upon our new members that, yo, a certain level of exclusivity exists with this. Mm-hmm. If you are not okay with standing in a... I'm going to say the 1%, but it's not the 1%. But, like, if you are not okay with shining on merit, too, then this is not for you. Because it's not a, it's not about being better and acting better than other people. It's literally, like, I, I represent this mm-hmm. in thought, in behavior, mm-hmm. in action. So there's a, there's a certain quality to my life that I dedicate to that. I mean, and it also gives you... Uh regulations, ways to carry yourself Absolutely. in life. And yes. like that I think some people don't highlight that for people that are not a part of the organization yes. because it teaches you about how to deal with people, yep. how to interact yep. in relationship yep. with people. Power dynamic. Power dynamic. It's, it's just so much so much is learned in the process yes. in being in the organization. You know, I mean even like when we were having the conversation about bonnets, yeah. people oh, yeah. in bonnet like Never. You, never. 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 You're not walking out never. your house with never. That. Like, come First on. of all, if you got a protocols book, it's in there. Thank you. It's literally <laughs> a rule. It's literally a rule. So literally a rule. It's like you have to be comfortable with being with them but not of them. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with being with people and not of the mm-hmm. of what they're with. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have that capacity in you, then this is not for you. And it's no shade to you. It mm-hmm. just isn't your lane. And yeah. that's okay. I respect people who are like, yo, I love this stuff. But, you know, at the time, there was a route presented to me. I don't know if that was in alignment with my personal code of ethics. Right. That's okay, too. Right. Because that means that you're cool with being with them, but, but not, not of them. them. Here at Global Gym, we're better than you. And you know it. <laughs> Like, if you want people to respect your letters, and this is what we was getting to on the live, if you want someone to respect your letters, you have to respect your letters. Right. You have to be like, I'm standing on this at all times, regardless of how somebody's perceiving they don't me. stand on it no more. They don't want to be able to say, hey, No, bestie, I can't smoke this black nah, and mild in my letters because... Right, right. <laughs> or, hey, bestie, you, like, I can't come, like, I can't include you in certain things. I can't, right. you know, mm-hmm. tell you any and everything. Right. 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 And I think as all the older folks, we need to do our bet our best to we need to do our best to not shrink the individuality of our members either. Because they shouldn't feel like they can't explore their identity. You know, because they're a member of whatever, whatever, whatever. If because there are people who didn't pledge certain organizations because they're gay. And they didn't think they'd be mm-hmm. accepted. Mm-hmm. There are people who didn't pledge certain organizations because they smoke. Or mm-hmm. because they're a creative and it didn't fit the look, look or right. something. Knowing good and goddamn well on the back end that we could use a more, uh, another creative. Or mm-hmm. we could use, look at cannabis now. We could use a cannabis uh, uh, enthusiast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Without the letters. Sans I mean, the I'm, letters. I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure there are lots of cannabis No, but you know what I mean? There's some social action work that can happen yeah. around that. So ultimately, don't crush, your, don't crush the people's spirit or the individuality. Right. Yeah. Respect your shit, please, and then articulate that. And I think go. we might be good. Don't be insecure. Mm. <laughs> it's we're gonna call you Pathway Segway Patagonia. Segway P and L. Segway King. So this next topic is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> you know, as a father of two that I claim, and I got a lot of juniors. Shut his mic off, no, no, Sam. Is that right? Like, what? <laughs> Shut him off. I'm trying no, to save him. I say two I claim because it's a lot of people that have jacked my aura, my style, my my ethos. My my slang and don't give me credit for it, and they just 
even jacking memes and quotes and all types of filthy shit you 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 uh cornball niggas is doing on the gram, but I ain't gonna get too activated right now. But insecure, you know, every black yuppie's favorite show, mm-hmm. me included. <laughs> um, this season has the president of Great Black Guy Inc. Lawrence exploring fatherhood mm-hmm. with um condola and condolences. Oh my god. <laughs> condolences. That's a great way to call her. It's called her condolences. <laughs> and I saw in one of the episodes, spoiler alert, one of the episodes, condolences has the baby. <laughs> While Lawrence is on a date, he finds out. While he's on a date, living his I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but let's go. I'm and they're trying to co parent. And she's frustrated with him because she has to, you know, do motherly things like nurse and like take care of the kid. While he's out there trying to make the proverbial bread mm-hmm. and, you know... One way to look at it. And to provide. And <laughs> they come to a head where he's like, I'm fucking busting my ass. And she's like, so am I. And I realized that men and women oftentimes view parenthood very differently. I tested this hypothesis out at karate class <laughs> when I brought this out to some other parents. It was all mothers there. And I said, hey, just all insecure... And I feel like Lawrence got a bad rap. Well, it's two different jobs, and it's not easy being a mother. And yes, he's providing. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's true. Women and men really view parenthood differently. Mm-hmm. And what I came to is that women have a maternal instinct most of the time, not all because there's some shitty mothers out there, to, pro- to nourish, to hold, to, you know, do a lot for their kid physically and emotionally. Some men, a lot of men think if I provide financially, mm-hmm. monetarily, you know, roof over the head, clean clothes, some drip, <laughs> mm-hmm. that that's what they're supposed to be doing from a paternal perspective. Yeah. So... A baby-sized Burberry tea, a Burberry button-up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and some it, Jordans. Some Jordan. jo- baby Jordans. Four pictures a year on the gram. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think that... It's an important topic because I've seen a lot of relationships falter once the baby arrives and it's like, yo, bro, she changed on me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of my kid. That's that's the line. That's the line? She changed on me, but I'm fuck, it, my care of my fuck kid. it. I'm going to take care of my kid. So the I'm baby. Here to, I'm here to say that... The oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to say that paternal Trash instinct... Bag. There's nothing wrong with a paternal instinct, but women cannot just say that men should put that to the side. But at the same time as a man, at the same time as a man, I will say that just cutting a check or just paying a bill is not enough. You still have to invest emotionally into your kids. Well, you know, I think at that time, it's not necessarily about the kid, but about the mother, right? I do not have children. I have many friends with children. I've been there before and at the end. I still find you credible. I still find you credible. You know, I think I have used the good logic. But I think in that moment, as much as a woman is giving to her child, she needs support. Emotional support. Yes, financial support is important. But like, it is a lot physically on women, emotionally, mentally especially at the beginning of when first giving birth, this is her first child. And I loved the side-by-side 
And I, Insecure gets it right, as though, although they I do. think I think the the writing this season is it's maybe it's too serious. It's not as jokey, and that's why it's yeah. not. It, you know, people think it's like a little Luke, but like they're real. These are real world. It's real shit. Issues, yeah. Yeah, it's right. Real shit. And so I love the side by side of like Lawrence and her during this beginning period because it really shows what. N words be doing yeah. while women are doing the hard work. Yeah. And it's like, it is not to say that the will and the intention was not there with Lawrence, but I just think that men don't see or can't understand until like a couple months in. It's like, oh yeah, Shorty was doing mad shit. But like, in the beginning, he's just like, what do you mean? Like, I made it, you know? <laughs> I'm like, here. I'm here. Like, what kind of name is this? But okay, you know, I wasn't here. You know? Like, I throw a wrench in that. Now, it depends on your culture, because some of my homegirls that are African, with with a couple of kids, specifically Ghanaian, married a couple of kids, and we went to Disney on ice, and... She was like, oh, I'm tired. I was up nursing. And the husband was there. I said, bro. He's like, yo, that's what she do, bro. And she laughed. He's like, he's such a, a jokester. But I think some cultures, they treat that differently. It's almost like the mother's role mm-hmm. to handle that. And granted, he's great with his kids. And this is no shade towards them at all. This is actually, seeing their example is, is it was empowering because she didn't, at least to me, didn't appear to be under duress, under stress, and that kind of stuff. And she kind of is a phenomenal mom. He's a phenomenal dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that where it becomes an issue is if, one, you, you, you don't have a relationship with, with the parent. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. And then two, <laughs> if, you're, so if you're not engaged, long-term You're not term married. married you, right. Like if, if there's, there's, a, there's a level of security there right. that gives you... You're not anxious that this whatever is being given is going to be taken away right. at any time. And that, and that's why I double back on the we got to get out of this. I'm going to have a kid and figure shit out because I frankly am tired of baby showers. The Burberry shirts have got to go. We've got to stop this. And that, that, <laughs> that baby shower chair. Jazzy is sipping her. Uh, mm. um, <laughs> I, I'm tired of her these rose. Okay. I'm tired of these Baby, because it's, it's not giving what people think it's giving. At all, it's, and they're turning into micro wedding um, uh, receptions. I, why are we watching you walking in a gown? You know, there's I don't know. That was probably tangential. Please continue. No, no, you know. no. It's please. It's spot please, on. Please, please go. I just feel like I just feel like like you said there should there should be some emphasis on the on the quality of the relationship, and I think it just speaks to like what. Well, I don't know, cause I don't want to sound like a like your mama or your auntie, but like it's kind of like respectability. Yeah, but it's like, yo, who are you sleeping with? If you cannot have, a, if you do not think you could build a life with this person, why are you sleeping with them? Because to then be like, because oh, she got a. F- no, I'm kidding. No, but no, but what you're saying is facts. You know what I mean? And then what happens? This girl shows. Not even shows her real colors because I think even that needs to be examined, right? She goes through this huge hormonal process where she's carrying a baby. There's all this. Her life is different fundamentally for for nine months. The the juxtaposition of Lawrence have being literally being on a date. Yes, while this woman is in labor, labor like that's real stuff. And then I will also say, what we're not going to do is attack Lawrence. Though what we're gonna do is attack Lawrence. (laughs) 
Jazzy that's said what I came here. Uh, creative Sam, Creative Sam, go. Jazzy said what she said. Jazzy, okay, and and Sam the one will smoke. So I think, but I think that's facts. But there's also something to be said too about the male experience with having a new baby because I think what tends to happen sometimes is a bit of a deer in headlights for for lack of better words. It's like this huge startle. And I think, and I'm sharing with you prior to us recording that, like you know, I've dated you know men who had like Mm -hmm. new babies, Mm -hmm. and it didn't last obviously because I was just like, oh, you you actually need just as much acclimation time as a woman would need. Dudes be grown ass boys. Yeah, it's true. Right. And some, some some men, it's not even, you know, and I will say this, I will even to their credit, because some of these guys aren't just playing around with their lives. They're just living their lives, right? And then you have this huge responsibility to descend on you, not out of nowhere, because you slept with this girl consciously and you slept with her without without any protection. So it's not, it's not out of nowhere. When the but... rubber meets the road. Exactly. <laughs> or it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> or it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> Knee slapper. Exactly. But... Dad joke school is opening soon, man. How let me finish some dad jokes. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm on deck with the dad jokes. I'm sorry. But Respect if you me. need, no, but if you need, you know what I'm saying? But like, I find that like men, when they realize, oh shit, it's not happening in their body, but it's still happening in their lives. Right, in their lives. And it s- doesn't get real for them. And what I realized for men is it's not real until the baby's there. there. There's always, something can always change yep. you until me. <laughs> the baby arrives. And yep. that, that's how niggas operate. Yep. I, I've seen it. Yep. The day the baby go home, <laughs> it's just like, oh shit, I have a baby, bro. Yo, it was cute. It was cute in the hospital. And then my daughter went home and it was my night on duty. And I'm just like, okay, so. <laughs> and my daughter's looking at me like, take care of me, nigga. Like, <laughs> like she ain't cried much, but she was just like looking at me. I'm just like, and I fell asleep because I was up two in the morning watching. I don't know what I was watching. But I was like, oh shit, she okay? And then the first time I had to watch her when she slept through the night, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Supposed to feed her every like few hours, mm-hmm. and you fell asleep. And I fell asleep. Ooh, it's okay. And it I'm happens. just like, oh shit, I'm poking her. <laughs> like, yeah, she's good. Yeah. He said he poked her. And um, she was fine, but we were sleep training her. Uh-huh. Okay. So she wasn't hungry. She slept through <laughs> the night. For the I first will say P and L's children are the most. They go to bed. Okay, at, baby. On what time. What other time? On time. On time. On time. They are. They I are sleep trained. It. You know, this morning it was Dadder Day, so I took my little man to um swim, and he had swam all the other kids and. Okay. You know, did what he did. He's a grown man. And no, he's been I was just telling my uncle this morning. He's a he's a grown he's fucking a grown man, man, boy. He's a grown man. Yeah, boy. he's a grown man. You feel? He you actually, can feel that. He actually, um, I I going to I, I can't say that on air because people be listening. But let's just say that he be putting hands and feet on people, <laughs> including me, including me. He ain't with nothing. Well, he came out like a tank, and yeah, I feel like you know what's crazy is my my uh, my cousin, his son came out like a tank too. My other best friend's son came out. To, I don't know what warrior spirits are coming <laughs> back, but baby, these new babies, it's the new babies. So what's wild is that I wasn't like an aggressive kid. Yeah. <laughs> This boy different. I've asked my parents. I'm like, well, I've asked now my mom. Hey, mom, at two, how was I? Well, I don't remember. But at five, you were the most jovial, gentle kid. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, that KJ's not that. He's different. KJ just be looking at you like, like prove it. Why should I be here? Well, women, Why he's polite. Be... Like, yeah, I've had him on the phone with with uh with Jazzy. He's like. Hi, auntie. Yeah, yeah. Well, my uncle's just like, hi, uncle. Yeah. Daddy, letter T. I'm like, <laughs> all right, son. I'm, Daddy, letter T. Letter T. 
Let it see. Applesauce. Applesauce. <laughs> you got it, bro. You got it. You got it. Um, no, but I think it's a so where I was going with all this is that I feel like what I love about the season is that Lawrence got better. Yeah. He mm-hmm. learned to say, Hey, I'll feed little man. I'll take him. Hey, I'll put that up for you. Hey, I'll babysit. Yeah. And that's the lesson is that fellas, sometimes it's not about saying I'm gonna breastfeed for the next eight mm-hmm. eight hours because you can't. Mm-hmm. It's about saying, Hey, why don't you pump out enough for the next six hours? You go to sleep. And I'll give the kid the bottles yeah. from your milk. If you're right. not nursing, and it's certain shit too, you don't show up. Why you ain't breastfeeding? My mom says you gotta breastfeed. Right. <laughs> that shit ain't easy. Or my, my mom, mom said, said right. My mom like it's about taking some certain cues and yeah. Being deferential to yes. your lady and listening to her, you know what? Taking yes. that, because she needs su- being emotionally su- supportive, and because like, not just your mama is has tips for her. Her, her mama, mama got too. tips for her, and it's about and sometimes shutting the fuck up. Oh and, yeah, and letting her and her mom because sometimes it feels like a it feels like a a tag team. Yeah, but like my wife, Lil Rib, had a great support system. Yeah, I didn't agree with everything that she did. Yeah, but a support system was telling her certain shit, and I'm just like, you know what? My example is different because, one, I don't have all the answers, but two, I think I was being idealistic in terms of what I wanted, and I had to just learn, like, you know what, bro? You're not going to get everything right, neither is she, but the kids need the support system regardless. Mm-hmm. So by the time we had my son, kid two, right, it's just like, the first kid is, is hard because you're trying to, I read in a book, she read in a book, by the time you get kid two, it's like, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it, right? Yeah. Right? And beyond that, because, you know, I have friends with Kid 3, and they're like, yo, Kid 3 is just like, depending on how you space them out, Kid 3 is just like, all right, just out there. we're going to get it right, <laughs> or Kid 3 is going to raise themselves. <laughs> right? Facts, facts. But I feel like the message in all of that is that, fellas, be a little bit deferential. As long as she ain't twerking on the gram with your kid in the background, malnourished, let her lead, but also support her. Right. Support. Sometimes Support. it's listening. Sometimes it's saying, because this is what irks me about a lot of my my people's people here is going to feel away. She got both kids or the kid or whatever, and she's clearly struggling. She's clearly tired. Regardless of your cultural norms, don't go out with the fellas on a Saturday and leave it with the fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Two under two is a fucking problem. Two yeah. under five is a problem. Yeah. Two under... Oh, my God. I'd yeah. say two under six. If you have two kids under six... Yeah. Nah. Yeah, someone got to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Nah, you can't... Like, yeah. get her help. Pay for a sitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pay for an au pair. Pay for somebody yeah. to help her. Yeah. Before you say, I'm out with the fellas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to stand on that. Yeah. Because as somebody that usually gets it right, I'm a phenomenal dad. <laughs> you are a phenomenal dad. We agree. We agree. Right? We're in agreement. Like, what I'm saying... Like, I stand on what I'm saying. Because you can't find nobody on the gram or in Calitoville that'll say differently Where about... Where the hell is Calitoville? But then, like, my thing is, like, you know what I think is interesting? It's, like, when you see... Like, that scene where they were at the... Um, 
at the, the, the baby party? shower. That was, that the... was, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> so they were at the baby shower and you Fucking know, bitch. he, he, <laughs> he, he fed the baby some food and she's like, we're not starting solids yet. And I've I think that. he just wanted, he just wanted to like, it's my Try. baby. Yeah. And I'm out here with my baby. Like, it's yeah. my kid. It's my kid. Yeah. Like, and I think that happens a lot. I no, but I've, I've done that. it. Yeah. I've done yeah. it. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, I think there's some understanding <laughs> that needs to happen too because now now that we're in this great age where, you know, there's a voice and space for men to articulate their experience. Which is helpful. Which is I very helpful. I feel like that, you know, like we said, deer in headlights. I feel like if a man is is it's trying. trying that literally is him, you know, trying. You know what I'm saying? So it's me. He might not have all the tools, right? Because they're not even being socialized in parenthood the same way the woman is getting socialized Man. in parenthood. She should have said before that, "Hey, here is like in case you want it. Here's our feeding plan." Yeah. Mm. Because this. So is, I just never had a conversation about. It. Yeah. And that's sometimes the issue is a communication. Yeah. Threat. Sorry, yeah. No, but you no, I think we're just kind of touching all on the same thing because it feels like so for me I look at it and again, Jazzy, here's my disclaimer, I'm not a mother of any children in the living. I am here with lots of friends who are professional moms and I respect them because mm-hmm. professional momming is not a game. You know what I'm saying? And professional momming literally just means you're a mom. Like mm-hmm. you are you are caring for a life. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is that jobs. Yeah, what I will say is that there's so much change that happens to you on several different levels emotionally because you're still trying to reclaim yourself too. Some of these women, their bodies are different. Their relationship with their bodies are different. Mm-hmm. Everyone only sees them as this new title. They don't even see them as their first name anymore or whatever. Red smoke is great in lattes too. Just to wow. Just to so beyond that, <laughs> just damn, put that out what? There. What was that? Breast milk is great in lattes. <laughs> I'm gonna stand on that. <laughs> Beyond that, we'll take your word for it. We'll take your word for it. Beyond that, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) With the men, like it's a huge shift in identity. It's the absorption of another identity they were never cultivated for. Mm -hmm. Like nurturing. They were just never cultivated for it. If it's unplanned, if it's unplanned, though. If it's planned. No, but but it had the person has to be going through it with the woman. Because if you're removed from the process and the changes, yes, you'll feel alienated. The growth and you I don't think it hits the same way. Even in the way that women change you know you start peeing more you start you know you you have nausea you your body is preparing you to be uncomfortable for months your body is saying look you're gonna be up at night yeah and you gonna have to stay up. Your hair gonna fall out. But Listen, I like yeah, the people, body is preparing you, and men are not going through that same thing. Let me insert a, a, a statistic here because I wanted I wanted to be very real, and it's and I'm I'm I think we're all being sympathetic to both parties mm-hmm. in, in this conversation. But just to impress upon you the importance of Black maternal health in particular, because insecure is our inspiration for mm-hmm. this segment, is that a, a Black woman with a PhD is more likely to die giving birth in a white woman with an eighth grade education. When your when your lady friend, whether you met her in the club and you wasn't really fucking with this girl, but you fucked her, this girl is risking her, her life. life to bring she forth is risking your child. her life to bring forth a child. So I don't I don't be with any of that. Oh, my baby mom is X, Y, and Z. You're trash because y'all was equal when y'all fucked each other. That's yeah. that's what the deal is. And I jacked that fully because honestly, I've seen two. I see both of my kids born. Yeah, and I feel like like. LaRib is a, a small girl, right? Like, yeah. Height was five, one, two, something like that. Yeah. So, she little, but she heavy, though. Right. <laughs> okay? Right, Shout right. out to LaRib. Right, Hi, right. Bestie. Right. So, <laughs> to be there with the, like... It's my friend, I had to say. And to, to, and 
Shout out to Creative Sims, Lil Rib. Yes! I'm not gonna drop her name because this is a thing. As doula, you know what I mean? Yeah. But as I feel doula. like you recognize, and I've had my kids hospitalized before too. Healthcare is a, is a fucking problem and hospitalized at like top hospitals. And we gotta drop subtle shit so they know, like, yeah, we're not regular. Right. Because they don't understand and or respect a lot of shit about black people's bodies. Mm-hmm. In particular, when you say, hey, why I'm is pain. No, why is the heart rate going up? Or yeah. this in the third. And every birth we had, it was a random nurse. KJ birth, it was a random Latina nurse that was just there. And she kind of, at some point, told the doctor, like, yo, fall back. And <laughs> not in, in so many words, yeah. right? But it's, I say it was to say that um childbirth is not not easy. a given mm-hmm. no, so every time easy. every time i hear about a miscarriage or anything else like yeah. that a part of me is just like i hurt because yeah. i understand i overstand that childbirth is no guarantees and the other thing too is that i think sometimes black men don't understand that for a woman to commit to having a baby okay it was a one night stand she says i'm gonna keep it Abortions ain't safe either. No, they're not. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. I feel like as a man, you can take the onus back and say, okay, if I don't want these kids, I'm going to strap up. Right? Or get a vasectomy. Yeah. But either way, it can't all be on a woman. And that's what I think Insecure got well was that as they're coming together now, you mm-hmm. see that he's maturing in his fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it's improving his relationship with Condola. And I think by the end of the season, she may be eating a dick dog again. Oh, Lord. Jesus Christ. Whatever she does, we please, for, whatever she does, mm-hmm. please don't use the child as a chess piece. Right. I'm sick of that we shit. We are for whole families, but not at the expense of like your emotional well-being. Yeah, just, to, just to say you yeah. and the father. And together. ladies, um, keeping kids in a hostage situation because you have feelings about this man or this man's new partner is trash bag behavior. So please cut All it out. All the way Thank trash you. bag. Thank you, management. So now we're going to tap in with the say word. Y'all ready for the say word or whatever? It is, boss. Period. So today's say word is none other than drum roll, please. <laughs> Thirst bucket. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, baby. I, mean, I reached in the crates for this one. Thirst bucket. A really, really desperate person. Okay? Would anybody like to use thirst bucket in a sentence. We all know who the resident but Jazzy, is. Jazzy, you want you to do it, Jazzy? Jazzy, you try one. Yeah. You try one. Yeah. I'm excited. So, I was at the club mm-hmm. with my girls and I went to the bar to get us drinks mm-hmm. and this thirst bucket okay, comes period. over and is like, I don't know. I lost it. I lost it. Well, no, no. You had it right there. You had it. You had it. I was a good Let me buy you and all your friends a drink. Uh, Yeah, that. that. (laughs) The search bucket was like, I'll drink your bath water. Yes, there we go. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's nasty. That's nasty. OD nasty. OD (laughs) But you know what? That's also not, not, not regular. Not, no. Men are saying all kinds of things out here. (laughs) You you new niggas is weird. (laughs) 
because you can't carry a conversation, so you just saying shit like, "I'll pay your rent for the next six months." Listen, if you gonna, <laughs> listen, if you if you gonna act like a lollipops, you gonna get licked. Ooh. That's what happens. Ooh, hey, Lyrics. Lyrics. My name is Charms. I'm a strawberry Charms. Wink, wink. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong shit. What is that? Because I keep hearing That's that. side talk, NYC. That's side it's talk. a little kid and he's like interviewing people, but it's, I mean. No, but it's mad different people. Mad different people. Yeah, it right. depends on what area of, of like New York you're from. Um, they have like the cultural influencer of that particular neighborhood interview mm-hmm. people in that neighborhood. So if you have like a like a Jesus and Mero mm-hmm. in the Bronx, they will interview people off the street, street that are local Bronx. hood oh. celebrities in the Bronx. And so that would be a minute episode of Side Talk NYC, mm-hmm. which is fire. Because I, I keep seeing Bing Bong. I thought it was a train. Like, well, yeah, it's it's it's, it's like because it's, that's their that's their um, intro. Mm-hmm. It's the train the train sign, so the Bing Bong. But there was a guy when they were in Coney Island who was like, you know, he had two baby pit bulls in his hands, and he was like, yo, if you see my, if you see these pit bulls in your front yard, just know that I'm upstairs going hard. Bing oh, Bong. <laughs> Coney Island dudes is different. Shout the Marlboro. Shout the Marlboro. Coney Island is different. Like, I've been all through East New York and Brownsville and the Stye and all that, but Coney Island is different. People think Coney Island is all amusement park. And I'm that like, shit ain't shit different. funny about Coney Island. That shit is different. Ain't shit funny. Ain't never been. But ladies and gentlemen, that was our woke word or whatever. Say word. We gonna put a say word. Oh, you right. Say word. Say word. Thank Thank you Sam, for... Chris, Sam Ellis did out. Yeah, do that, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, we have a special ask Jazzy. Jazzy, yes. ask Jazzy is back for the holidays. Yes, <laughs> we need to kick do. it off with the. Uh... Wait, do we do that still? We going we back to no, it? We, we don't need it. We need a. Um, uh, I don't know. Y'all write us, DM us, and tell us how to start ask Jazzy's segment. Yes. Please do, please do. <laughs> She's back. She's, She's back. back, and we're ready. Ask Jazzy was. She was. It was sad girl summer in fall. She couldn't talk about relationships. I'm sorry. Listen, it be but that she's way. she's back. She's back. We respect we the whole person at Stereo Bros. It's fine. <laughs> What's up with that earring? I don't know. It just keeps... I have big earlobes. Big holes in my earlobe. I was going to get you guys more Stereo Bros merch, but I'm going to get you... The earring so, backs? Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Backs. I, would, I would appreciate it. Um, hi, guys. Um, This week, I'd like to chat about... Gift giving and dating. Yes, please. Oh, Talk to me. One. Talk to me. You know, the holidays are here. They're not approaching. They're here. They're here. You know, whether you got to get some Hanukkah gifts, some mm-hmm. Christmas or mm-hmm. Kwanzaa gifts. Mm-hmm. How do we determine mm-hmm. who is gift worthy? <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, my God, Jesse. Oh, so I pose it to the stereo bros. When is it appropriate to exchange gifts? During the holidays with a potential significant other, significant other, you know, what, 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 what do, what do we use to determine what's happening during this time? Okay. Can I go first? Yes. All right. Boom. (laughs) So here's how I feel. I feel like gifts are, are things that come from your heart. 
If you don't have a real emotional connection, at least around one or two subject matters with the person you are dating, then there should be no gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you have not exchanged at least either a tidbit about your life that has that is special or meaningful to that person mm -hmm. or a hobby or something that they're building, if you aren't meeting halfway on at least one or two subject two areas mm -hmm. like that, then gift giving it shouldn't even feel like it should be on the table. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. both people in that interaction need to be very honest about themselves on whether or not they're actually building with this person. I don't think it's fair to be like, there's been a hundred, no, there's been a 30 calendar days mm -hmm. that we've been texting each other back and right, forth. Right. Because Bernie Sanders, they text me for 30 calendar <laughs> days. <laughs> no, I'm tired of getting these political texts. I don't know. I'm over it. And they're like, they're wilding. So I'm like, anybody's texting you for 30 calendar days. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to give them a gift. I feel like if you are building with someone and both people are like, yo, I'm like, I'm, I, I know that this man would appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Right. If you see a few, if you see another 30 calendar days in your future, then I think it's OK to gift them. And I think it's also important that we remember what gifts Vagina's are. Vagina is not a gift. Vagina. First of all, vagina. Ooh, somebody got free beef in the room. Vagina. <laughs> vagina is vagina in, in, in lingerie is not a gift. Listen, okay. listen, listen. Anyway, back to this. <laughs> back mm -hmm. to this. But like if you I think we also need to remember that gifts like vary yeah, in like yeah. in, 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 in meaningfulness in yeah, value all of that financially like, yeah exactly you don't when we say gift I think this culture Instagram whatever the videos are that got us thinking that the gift is a Birkin a, P, a PS5 as, right a PS5 like who, who the <laughs> fuck a package coat you know right no seriously I think that if the gift is literally this person knew that you like music and you created a playlist for them that's a gift mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying or like you smell and I got you these different, these uh, uh, plant-based, exclusive Kanye brand rolling papers. That's a gift. That's you know, a gift. I just get my boxes off immediately. In. Boxes coming off immediately off. <laughs> <laughs> you get, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel yeah. like you need, a, you mm -hmm. need to know there and needs... connect and agree with at least two things. Either something that's very... Or you have to know something about the person yeah. well enough to know to, to get them a gift. So exactly. is, it, is it okay to get someone a gift if you think they're not going to get you a gift. I think you got to do it just because you want to do it. Right. So the playlist thing, my old name with LaRib was DJ Boo. Right? Oh, that is cute. <laughs> because back then I would make CDs because I've always been like a music guy, right? I've always been very musically inclined. I played two instruments. Mm -hmm. um, I was first chair. And okay, I was talk in concert And I'm really good at playing instruments. Viola, cello, Brooklyn Tech, you know. It's so facto, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I went to Clara Barton and I received a wonderful education. Yes, we know. Yeah, we know. Okay. Shout out, oh. shout out to all the other Ooh. high schools that are yes, not Brooklyn yes, Tech. Yes, come on, come on, come on. Not as good as Brooklyn Tech's education. I'm sorry. Listen, I left with a nursing license and the ability to make more than most of my Listen, peers. Listen, I shade Barton, but my my big homie, his wife went to Barton in the '90s. Yeah, she's like. A nurse director now. Yeah. But at like 20, she was a whole nurse. Yeah. Right? And yeah. back then, it was like a 95 to 5% ratio uh, girls to, to boys. Because, yeah. Because it was like, I think Clabron was all girls it and was Prospect all girls was all and, boys. Right. And, it, you know, back then, boys and girls was boys high. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. But the point <laughs> is, is that, you know, she went to Barton. She was a baddie. Barton always had baddies, but that nursing shit is real. Very real. Because when you told me that before, or yep. Mike, yep. and the rib was like, her whole life she was geared to be a nurse. Yep. I'm just like, my whole every life. time I've been to the hospital, 
Y'all listen to the attending and the resident. The nurse is the one that's keeping your ass alive because she's right, true. She, she tapping in. It's a fact, right? So we we clown Barton. <laughs> we we don't clown Barton. I, I clown Barton. He clowns. I clown Barton. <laughs> okay, it's him. More so in the speech of a Barton. But uh, but there's cool. also Curtis in Staten Island that did the same kind of program. Yeah. There was another one in Queens I can't remember. But like you know, shout out Francis to all Lewis, the people. Francis Lewis, perhaps. But sure. nah, but Barton is Barton was a great school. I actually met somebody the other day that was like Barton in the 2000s was different. Yeah, it was but, a lot of fun. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I mean like the 2010s. Oh, okay. Was like different, but nah, Barton is a fire school mm-hmm. and like aviation. Yeah. Automotive. Those schools yeah. prepare you to literally leave there and be. A pilot, yep. a mechanic, yep. whatever. And guess what? Those people, ladies, 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 ladies with the extra degrees too. Let me just let me just say something <laughs> real quick. Okay, I know that society wants you to only look at these white collar dudes. I know it. I know that's what they want us to do. That's I what Tyler. That's too. what Tyler Perry and them is saying. But listen, well maybe not Tyler Perry. But listen. These brothers that went to automotive and or went and got some technical skills, some HVACs and stuff. In this pandemic, they be making bread. And this pan they are pandemic proof. Do you understand me? So while some of these other people were were furloughed, laid off, whatever, whatever, pivoting, whatever, and there's no shade to that. These HVAC niggas, (laughs) (laughs) these mechanics, these these gonna be a quote. These HVAC niggas is getting it. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, and I'm not. I don't mean to 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 to, boop them up, to boost them up like they're prey. That's not what I'm saying. I just mean consider. No, you do, you do. New tributes. Stop that. I'm just saying consider. You know what I mean? Like your your options are actually a lot wider than you think they are. Listen, shout out to HVAC saying. niggas because every time I need some shit done in my house. I'm calling an HVAC Exactly, nigga. and you paying him directly. You not even paying no middleman. Sometimes my HVAC nigga's creative Sam. Like, okay, you, you period. I mean, granted, I got a, a, a toolbox and a drizz. I'm doing my shit too. <laughs> but A lot of guys can't build. A lot nah, of guys cannot so, fix things and stuff. I'm like, a, I can fix certain shit, but I'll I be sitting back watching Sam. I'm like, yo. Listen, we love a man that can fix things, baby. Can I mean, you hang this? No, but <laughs> it's, it's real shit. Up. Like, I've had to call a plumber, an electrician... A creative Sam, right? Multiple times, yep. And even yesterday, I had to I had to call somebody to do some work in the crib. It's put up garage doors, and I'm just like, I'm watching these dudes, and I'm just like, damn, I can't do that shit yet. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm doing, but while that was happening, I was in the house, zzz, I'm yeah, drilling <laughs> shit, looking like, zzz. right. <laughs> yeah, that's what my dad always taught me and my sister to like um, do it ourselves. So mm-hmm. I've sanded walls, painted caulk tubs, regrout. Like I know how to do those things, but it's nothing like watching a man do it. Yeah. No, but what I will say though, to to stay on topic before Jazzy, oh sorry, me yeah, again, that's right. My bad. Our bad. Is that <laughs> in order to so the gift giving thing? It depends because when I dated, when I was outside, you know, back in the days, I'm you know on the on the latter side of my thirties now. You know, I have grays. Um, it was different because I always thought outside the box. I mean, to get outside the box, I thought outside the box. Mm-hmm. You know, all pun intended. And I think that <laughs> I'm sick. I was doing shit like texting, "Hey, good luck today on your calculus exam." Oh, so even if it's other dudes in her in her text, I was the one that showed that I fake cared more, mm-hmm. right? And fake cared, fake cared more. So it's like if I wanted a woman in that kind of way. Like in terms of like a relationship, I would do more. So I'm making playlists, um, taking you to like the best restaurant I can afford at the time, probably Red Lobster. <laughs> or like, a solid, or like solid TGI entry. Fridays, yeah. and 
I feel like nowadays, because even the the dude that get the most ass period be in my inbox like, yo, bro is wicked out here. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro, be happy you left the game when you did. It's it's crazy out here, my nigga. Yeah, but it's, how are we no, no. all on the same on no. the side <laughs> saying the same no, thing? No, no, but right. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because it's like when I was outside, we was outside, outside and we was just like trying to juggle multiple joints and and whatever, whatever. And a lot of these dudes had great women that they could have made, you know, they queen. Yeah. And they were just like, nah, I'm outside. And now we're just like, the same chick that could have been a queen is like, we going to Julana for the first date. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And they ordering the lamb chops to start. Then they doing the uh, the cod. Right, actually, not not Julian. They doing like Capital Grill. They getting the cod as they main. Mm-hmm. They starting with the lobster bisque, <laughs> right? Not the not the cup, the bowl, right? And then they might even do a porterhouse on top of that, uh-huh. right? And that stuff typically is like MK, you know, market price. They not right, so you don't know what's going to cost. And, and then they might even do some dumb shit like a nineteen forty two margarita, mm. right? Just ignorant shit like that. Sounds yeah. yummy. Yeah, but a 1942 margarita, you don't margarita in 1942. You sip that. Like, that's as a sipping tequila. Well, but, but school the, us, Pia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some liquors, you actually depreciate the liquor if you yeah. mix it with other stuff. But the point is, is that these dudes is used to, like, getting chicks off the off the love, mm-hmm. off the muscles, off the, off the belt. And now they're getting just, getting, you know, date dash. They're getting a $300 dinner, and they're like, I might call you. no. You're not getting anything, but I might call you. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the message to all my guys. This is a um, a Titanic level distress signal <laughs> for her to unlock your masculinity. She got to show you something, good fella. Don't be enticed by the natural hair or the perky tits <laughs> or the big butt or the or the thick thighs. Not Sam in the background. So. Don't be enticed by the full lips. Or the suppleness of her body, or her knowing like a Toni Morrison poem. <laughs> if she had a nose ring that's clipped to like her, her jacket or some shit like that, <laughs> be wary. <laughs> if, if she got like a. This nigga said clipped to her jacket. <laughs> if so, she got. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done and yet. Sam is not gonna turn the mic off because he's in full agreement. This is. If she weak. got like. Um, like that, that waist bead shit going on, <laughs> watch out. Watch you know what out! Mean? What's is she on her Peloton shit? I'm sick of oh my And she ride a Peloton more than three times a week. Be leery. If she works in the legal field, if she's a creative, the hate, the hate. if she a nurse practitioner, if she a doula, if she work for, for corrections, transit, <laughs> accountant, be leery. Before you buy her a gift, make sure that she at least know seven facts about you that she can't find on the gram. Because if not, you gonna be buying her a Celine. Okay. You so... gonna be in aunts and uncles buying patties from Immaculate, and the next thing you know, okay, shout out to she's... Immaculate. Whoop, whoop, next thing you know, she'll beep beep on your forehead and never call you again, bro. <laughs> so I hate to bring. Beep, 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 beep. I hate to bring up everybody's favorite troll, K Sam's. But uh, I listened so y'all didn't have he's like to. The, he's like the stuff you can't get out he's from under like your shoe. He's like the candy man. Like, you can't bring this nigga name up. Say his but, name twice, he coming out. But he made a good point. 
that you will only know if a woman is into you if she is using her resources on you. Yes. And like when he said it, I was like, oh shit. Like, he right. Like, yeah. you know, unless a woman is buying you things or think, oh, so I haven't thought of you. Uh, yeah. you know, I got you uh, or, on campus. Right. I got you some soup. Because a chick one time I was like, yo, sh- I don't I'm just she feeling me. I went to her room. Yeah. Hair ugly. You always told me about uh, Bronx and Tennis soup. Where's she what borough is she from? The Bronx. I knew it. She, she was like, <laughs> Hey, what the fuck is you looking at? Ugly here. I bought always this for talking you. about Bronx and soup. So I got you something and you sick or whatever. So I'm just like, she's like, but don't think I like you or nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> boxers coming off for medium. You, that's hilarious. No, but like you're you're right. I was and I will also say that resources aren't always tangible. Right. Because you know, some some time. Will, time. Time. Um, time. But not just not just time, but like time working towards maybe something y'all both or you care about exclusively. Right. You know, utilize like that that I think is a dif- different because you're gonna pass the time regardless. You're gonna mm-hmm. invest the time regardless. So it's kinda like if the time is dedicated more to like what you might wanna do or learn or get better, that might be more of a resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's true. Like women, it was. I couldn't. I couldn't deny that the man just... be using things that are true, that are true and wrapping it yeah. in the and fuck shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, he yeah. be doing. That's but, why I can't. Stand. But Reese, like a woman, you will know. Like if you got a Christmas gift this year from a woman, she feeling you. She like, feeling you she, a little she, bit. She, she she's really feeling you. So so are there parameters to the gift giving? Because I. I I don't know. I mean, I feel All like you go about... off your like because I I've never been the you know give I, I'm gonna buy you an iPad for Christmas. Yeah, I don't. I see a lot of people do that in relationships, and I get it if you need it, whatever. Don't I've never follow the been... gram because on certain gram accounts they be like, oh, a Mackage coat. Um, yeah. a speedy no but not even on the gram some people are just doing that in their day to day like I, it's not you know here's the thing if I'm the kind of person that like gift wise I've spent on gifts but I feel like you can't tell somebody who makes 60k a year that they gotta spend a certain amount of money a certain two, amount of money two right. stacks on a, on right. a coat yeah right. no. I, I no. agree because that two stacks for him might be two stacks right I now, agree if you a millionaire Two stacks might be two dollars. Yeah. But or you might just be like, yo, fuck that. Uh, two stacks is two stacks. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can't have like everything I said about like the quality of the gift and the mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. That's really where it goes because I've gotten shit like a podcast microphone. Yeah. From the rib. Oh, that's. And it might have cost like. You know how to get it right. It might have cost fifty cash. Yeah. But I was just like, and in that same breath, I might have gotten her. Uh. A Louis Vuitton bag. Right. Right, and I'm right. Like, but you see, where, how I'm receiving this is like I understand what podcasting means to you. You know, and what then I mean? it was it was a camera also, right? Oh, see, look, so it's just like I know you want your creative stuff, and I want you to have what you need. See that? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you always keep talking about this fucking bag, so here. Yeah. Right? But, <laughs> but the point is, is that you know, yeah, I like thoughtful gifts because I'm a thoughtful kind of guy. Yeah. And at the same time, I feel like in life, I've always. I don't think there's any woman that I've actually dated seriously that can say that I wasn't thoughtful in terms of, oh, wow, I mentioned that I like Brownsville. So mm-hmm. he got me, you know, a patty from the one place in Brownsville that sells patty, right? Yeah. I think the thoughtfulness of it, most women don't appreciate that shit. Yeah. But I think the women that were caught up in the, they want the, the flashy guy. Yeah. Will still settle down at some point for the guy that shows more effort because they realize that the the guy that resembles future won't ever give them more than like a tertiary level of effort because he doesn't have to. Right. right. Explain tertiary. 
so like a very surface, like minimal, most okay. basic, right? Okay. And sorry, not. I used it weird, but so be it. If anybody has a problem with that usage, you can see me <laughs> with a dictionary and Kate and Park, and we and we can fight. <laughs> but, wow, that escalated quickly. But Jazzy, to your point about gifts, fellas, for her to unlock your masculinity, make it at least pay for some coffee or something like that. Make her at least. You know, show you she's worthy of gifts before you give her one. Okay, so let's say you're dating somebody and you don't get something from them for Christmas. Mm -hmm. How does that make you move forward in the dealing? If right now I was dating a woman, well, one, it would depend on when I met her. So when did I meet her? You met them uh, end of summer, beginning of fall. Okay, that's sometimes. That's sometimes. You're not like in a relationship. How often do we talk? Are we smashing? You're talking. You fucked once. Mm. Only once. Only once. How recent? Yeah, how close to Christmas? And why only once? No, there's okay. a, 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 why only once might might not matter, but how close to Christmas did you? Uh, maybe uh, uh three weeks before. Okay, you know what? Before? You I might I might I would so I would, might expect something very. Small. I would say <laughs> I would say I'm talking. This, I'm talking. <laughs> you I was just with you in these thirty calendar days. Right, like, maybe right. something. I would think that because I haven't I haven't had. I've been so long without a Christmas gift that I don't know what it feels like. Oh my goodness! Right, but I would say if if we talking, we met two weeks ago. I would have expected to still get at least something. She mm-hmm. might offer me if we have it smashed. She might give me like mistletoe box. Okay. Right. <laughs> I've never heard that term, but it works. It works. Mistletoe box. <laughs> mistletoe box. That like, that might need to be patented. You know what to do. I, I, I could copyright that. Yeah, you know, you know what to do. Like the mistletoe right by the pelvic bone. <laughs> Hey, hey. There's already a logo. <laughs> Lordy dude. Wow. Or, or it could be like, it could be some shit like, old niggas like these J's. So I'd rather her say, I got you like a generic nigga gift, like the newest Jordans, yeah. than nothing. Because in three weeks, if, we, if we've talked and we've... We, no, we, you've uh, been dating for a while, but you just had sex within the past and I don't, nah, I'm getting a gift. Yeah, like what I'm, I'm saying. If you, yeah. you, you can't, you can't have just done that. And not. I'm buying her a gift too. Like I'm, I'll ask her. So, what do you want for Christmas? And she says some dumb shit, like, "Oh, I want." I keep saying package because like five people said, "Yo, bro," she said a package coat, a bag, and and you know what's crazy? Maggie's been out for mad long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you go up, so my I have uh, family in Quebec. Yeah. And so when I go up there or I go to Montreal, like it's it's freezing. That's their baseline. Those are them coats, warm ass coats. Them coats the was running shit. around Canada for, for way years. lower. Warm ass coats. Than what it is now. They, yeah. They're not cheap. They they're warm not as cheap, shit, but though. they they work. You could be ass naked under that Mackage. You be Nah, Mackage okay. coats are fire. Shout out to Mackage sponsor me, bro. Yeah, what's up? But yeah, Jazzy. <laughs> that's the that's the gist of it. It's just like, yo, as from a male perspective. I'm not unlocking my wallet until you show me what it is, but I think the new nigga that can't have a conversation, because I, I can go to a bar, sit there, and talk, and you can tell the chicks that's used to niggas just, like, mm-hmm. buying them shit versus I've been at bars, I'm having a drink. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, everybody want to talk to me at these bars, but anybody buying a drink? And I'm like, I'll have one more for me. I ain't paid it like yeah. sometimes you, you, you can see the attention grab. Yeah. But I, again, I think some dudes walk in 
to like Sizzler. <laughs> Give me ten bottles of Hennessy. Yeah. Cause that's all they have. Yeah. If you can't have a conversation, then you're not gonna really flourish like that. So to unlock the gifts for the good tribe of Calitoville, <laughs> to unlock the masculinity, show that you care about us enough to get to that point. And I gotta shout out my guy Wordsmith because he coined that on the gram. And I told him I was gonna shout him out for using his his uh, verbiage, but to unlock the masculinity, you gotta show us that you're worth it. So to unlock the gift given from a good guy, you gotta show that you're worth it. You gotta show that you're not you're vested. May I? May, okay. There we go. I like worth that. It. Vested. I, I prefer that. Yeah, worth I don't it is have loaded. Any show that you are worth it. Show that you are no, the, vested. Vested. Sorry, the sorry, sorry. Not worth it. Vested. Show yes. that this is something that even if it lasts six months. Show that you're willing to drop every other bozo yeah. for the six months to try. Yeah. Because when you show that you're willing to invest yep. and you're vested and I can call you on a Tuesday and you're like, yo, let's go get tacos or something. That's why I love Insecure because those innocent relationships is like, yo, they're getting tacos. They're yeah. just, that's what dating should be. Absolutely. Fluid. Trial, error, fluid. Yep. Like, you're going to fuck up yep. and you're going to fuck. But yep. part of that is like the innocence of just Getting tacos. Yeah. It don't got to be like a high-end restaurant because yep. people like me who's been to every fucking high-end restaurant in New York mm-hmm. and spent $10,000 mm-hmm. of the partner's or the firm's mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. at these places, mm-hmm. I'm not impressed by that. Yeah. The food ain't that much better. It, but you're looking around and you're seeing people like taking a picture of the lamb shops because they feel like that defines them. Mm-hmm. I've been around partners at firms making $10 million that wear a Columbia jacket every day mm-hmm. and and New Balances. Right. Kids all went to Riverdale and then went to whatever Ivy for free because he knows a chancellor or a trustee and all he wants to do is every day go get some fucking lamb chops. <laughs> so you people that act like that shit is like the end or be all, for people that's doing that on the regular, mm-hmm. me... <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Jazzy? It's the humility for me. It's the humility. It's the humility. It's the humility for me. But in closing, you should be investing where you're vested. Yes. If you're not vested in a situation, don't put your resources. Yes. And And it should not be what I've heard. It's not based on the other person. No. It's based on your intention. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a friend who says, um, when he's going to meet up with a per- with a friend and not romantic, it, whatever kind of relationship, he says, "I'm going to invest time with this person." Oh, I love that. And that's how he speaks. And so I, once every time I hear him say it, I'm reminded, like, "Yo, this is an investment." So again, to oh, double shit. back on you, it's like, be invested. You and if say. you are invested, you'll know that you're supposed to get this person something because you'll be actually building. Hey, little mama, let's invest some, let's invest some time together. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what we fucking or not, Julie, nigga? <laughs> How are you not stopping this, Sam? How are you sitting in the midst of this and not stopping this? New music, new music, new music, new music. Yeah, one of a kind, so. <laughs> um, not one of a kind. So my new music for this week, I'm going to shout out my guy, Berlin. New project on the way. But shout out my guy, Label New York City, signed to Vampire Life Empire. You Albany alum. New song, Everything K. Go stream that, go download that, buy that on iTunes. You know what I mean? He's doing big things, been rapping for a minute. That's my song. Okay, awesome. I have one from an artist I discovered on Instagram. 
and I really like his music. Um, his name is Free Soul, spelled F-R, the number 33, S-O-L. And his song, his latest song is Black Magic Womb Man. So magic spelled M-A-G-I-C-K. Shut up. <laughs> Woman spelled W-O-M-B-M-A-N. And his name again is Free Soul. And I, I'm going to play it for y'all afterwards. It's good. You're going to like it. My song this week is from, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Michaela Janae. It's M-I-K-H-A-L-A. Michaela J-E-N-E with the apostrophe over Janae, it. yeah. Janae, yeah. yeah. That, wait, the Jane. E with that it's accent grave. Yeah. So that. the E is an A. You're that, welcome. That. The tech students um, are doing things with song is grammar again. Mad bitches. <laughs> I speak French. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. For... You shouldn't apologize. You shouldn't. Jazzy, shout to your song. <laughs> Has Shepsu, why you hate on Brooklyn? Like, me and Jazzy got our tech hoodies on. We didn't choose this life. It chose us. No, chose all I'm us. saying is this. You know, shout out to y'all because it's a gifted school and I am here for gifted, black, beautiful, black people. However, I am here to represent the rest of us. As you, you but you could have went to tech if you wanted to. Right. I could have. But you know, I did Did y'all school have a pool? No, because we were in a poor Or a bowling alley. <laughs> we could or a not bowling help alley that or shit. radio station. Niggas could not help that shit. But you know what? A fucking rose grew from the concrete. Did you have a radio station? We did not have a fucking radio station. <laughs> Pours. Oh, an <laughs> elevator. You see that? But you see that? You see that? How many elevators did you have? No. No, we had elevators, bitch. Did you have a... <laughs> okay, but did you have a metal detector? We might have. Had we, did nah, not, we, we did, did not. not. We did not. We did not. We don't exactly. know that. I like treated y'all like regular human beings. We and don't I walked in. Hey, Mayo. Criminal lifestyle. Oh, I must have been nice through. to go to high school in Fort fucking Green. <laughs> but no, but Fort Green back then was still Fort Green. Yeah, Shout out to Ingersoll Houses. Shout out to Whitman. Oh, listen, yes. Yeah, shout it out was to still, Ingersoll Houses. It was still wild. No, seriously, shout out to Ingersoll Houses. I did a, a story on them earlier in the year on their uh, seniors who run a who run the pantry and the community yeah. garden. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and it was really, really nice. Um, so shout out to them. All the and ladies. I remember my freshman year, they were in the park coming out like, we go get these niggas. And it was just like, oh, hold <laughs> on. They go Lil' Tom. So in my family, they call me Lil' Tom because my father's name was Thomas. Okay. Hey, Lil' Tom, what you doing over here? <laughs> um, hey, I go to Brooklyn Tech. It's like, all right, yo, yo, yo. Lil' Tom, good, but get these other ones for <laughs> <laughs> And then... I get a call that day from my father, rest yeah. in peace. Hey, you went straight home? Yeah, but dad, they were outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they told me. But you good, right? You good, right? <laughs> Shout out if you if you graduated. Because, baby, Brooklyn was still existing it in, was out, in and outside your school. Mm -hmm. Some of us, we ain't had no money. So it, Brooklyn was in our school, too. Right. You know? But the rest of us, but some of us had the opportunity to... To get that oasis yeah. for which, for which we were thinking. And now we're, we're all thankful. working together. Yeah, yes. here we go. Yes. My part words this week, listen, it took a lot for me to get here and to found my own colony, right? <laughs> but what I will say is Calitoville is a, is a great place. You can come visit. There's What's aunts and uncles. There's drip calf. There's Immaculate. PL uh There's Columbus um, over here. <laughs> What's your problem, man? Rogers Garden. What's your problem, man? There's back home bakery. What's wrong with Come you, to man? East Flatbush and embrace us. <laughs> we have hospitals too. We have blow downstate. Blow that, blow that, blow that, blow that, blow that, please. Is this a metaverse or something like that? 
<laughs> I'm just saying, East like, Flatbush. My new colony called Kalitoville. Wow. It's phenomenal. And every dollar you spend in East Flatbush slash Kalitoville goes back to Mother Brownsville or Mother Crown Brownsville. Heights. You hear this? Anyway, anyway, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My parting words this week is do not stand in the way of the things you are actively manifesting. And mm. if you take a moment to just keep it real with yourself, to ask yourself if you're really working hard, if you're really letting that opportunity come in, are you really trusting those people? Are you really standing in your truth? If you can ask yourself them things and the answer is yes, then you are in the way. Mm. But if one of them things is a ah, you are in the motherfucking way. Because I really think that we can have whatever we want. And I'm saying this because mm -hmm. I decided to come in to Brooklyn this weekend. And I was telling Jazzy earlier that I just was like, I'm going to trust whatever whatever the fuck happens. I'm going to be all right. I'm not going to worry But also, it. if you're ever in BK and you're in my colony, Eagleville, <laughs> and you need somewhere to stay... You can stay in our guest room. Oh yes, of course. I'm, I have to. I still have to drop by the place and see it. You're more than welcome, as always. I thank you, thank you. I would love to visit your house in Flatbush, East Flatbush. I mean, Calitoville is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is an enclave. But anyway, do not stand in your own way. I really firmly believe that we're supposed to enjoy life. We're supposed Amen. to like do the things that we're inspired to do, and oftentimes we're in our own way. And with no judgment, just get yourself out the way. Facts. Agreed. Um, this week, I'm saying leave yourself open to opportunity. Mm -hmm. I was telling Head Chefs in the car. Yeah. I went to Houston. Everybody was like, why are you going to Houston? I was like, I don't know. Everybody moving there. I yeah. want to see if I need to move there too. Mm -hmm. So I went with open mind and it was a very cool place. Yep. Very laid back. Yep. Very. Um, nope. uh, I, I would compare it. It's like Atlanta. But without the hustle, like mm. it doesn't seem like people are moving there to hustle. It means yeah. it seems like people are already established they and they're moving in. there to like set roots. I, I just keep hearing that people be like, "It's a Southern DC." So what do you do? What do you do? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, it's very much like that. Like you're not moving there because you don't got no money and you're looking to like start a business. It's yeah. more like you know you have money, you want to invest, and then you might start a business while you're out there. Yeah. Like it's it's. I liked it a lot, and it's it's on my list now. Whoa, 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 whoa! In the words of old dog, you be silly motherfucker. You lead this town, man. You be silly motherfucker. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's bad enough I mean, to move to as, Jersey. As people don't move say, it's like I love New Shout York. Like New York. I want to move, but I want to bring New York with, with me. Yeah. Like I, I put it like, in my pocket. We out. New York is is my my heart, my life, my everything. Yeah. I love. I'll this be place. back soon. I love it. I I'm gonna be it, home soon. I would like more space. It would be nice. That's nice. Says the owner of a brownstone. Oh, why you put my business out here? I don't need no broke niggas in my DMs. I don't own anything. I don't own shout to Miss, anything. My own Miss Jazzy. <laughs> I don't shout own to Mr. Jazzy. Yes. She got property every part of town. Oh I love. my God. You know what? Creative no, Sam, edit that out. Lies. Creative lies. Sam, edit that out. It's lies. But make sure, listen, y'all tap in seribros.com. Over now. No matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.